everyone. Welcome back to the Out of Focus podcast. This is Eric, and I'm joined by Nick, and he's the Abe Sapien to my Anung Un Rama. Uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm lightheaded now. I bet wow. you are. That was like a full balloon. Today we're going to be talking about stuff. Uh, last time we riffed hard and went for a long time on Star Wars. Today we might talk a little bit about something near and dear to my heart. Hellboy, maybe Easter, maybe some other shit. How are you all out there doing in Radio Land? How are you doing, Nick? I feel like you're talking really fast because you need to cough. I need to get air or oxygen in my lungs so I don't die. You know, it's a painless way to commit suicide, by the way. Oh. Hello, darkness, yeah. my old friend. <laughs> yeah, because your body, uh, your lungs only hurt when you're like holding your breath because of carbon dioxide buildup in your blood. But helium is uh, is a noble gas. It's non-reactive. And if you breathe that in, your it's body been doesn't knighted. know. You'll die. It's been knighted. It's a noble it's gas. It's been knighted. Yes. Helium is the noblest of gases. I am Sir Helium. I am here to lighten your voice and make you sound like a fairy. Name another noble gas, Nick. Don't science me, bitch. <laughs> you got argon, you got neon, you got xenon. I got taco night. Hi-o. hi Oh, God. I Is hate that myself. racist? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Call us out on our racism, folks. All right, so we're going to start off today with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, we're going to talk right now about how Knights of the Old Republic was the best video game of all time. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish, but let me talk about Star Wars some more. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, something, before we, we jump into the the Hellboy, I had something exciting happen this week at, at oh. my work. Um, tell me, so tell me, tell me, tell me. The tell clinic me, that me, I work me, at, we've been expanding a little bit with uh, setting up some contracts with some outside facilities to do services uh, mm. with them, um, including like some assisted living facilities and stuff like that, which has been nice to like send some of our therapists out to go do some good work or people yeah. have been coming to us too. Um, but we recently got a call from a local hospital that just went, Hey, is there uh, anything that you do, you could do for our medical pediatric unit? And I huh. went, <gasps> because I don't know if I've uh, said on here, but my clinical internship was at a children's hospital. Like, that's Aww. where I did my internship for over six months, Fa- over a thousand hours. Wow. Whoa. It was at the pristine and uh actually you know i was gonna like set up and do a bit here but it's a very well respected place the primary children's hospital there in salt lake it's it's actually prestigious okay it is i was gonna do a bit but it's just like it is it's a fucking great hospital were you gonna shit on a kid's hospital is that what i'm hearing right (laughs) now just in it um Again, uh, but no, I, I, I interned there, so I was super excited to talk with them, and uh, we're in, actually in the middle of negotiating uh, that contract, and so then it went to, uh, they just want something, I think, one time a week, somebody to come in and work with the, their patients on their unit, and wow. uh, so then the owner asks, uh, because for all the other facilities we've been sending this up, who are we going to send? And I just went, uh, nobody, me. I'm going <laughs> and fuck everybody else. Like this is mine. This I, requires I, a professional's hand. Yeah, as uh, taking one advantage of being the director there, I could just go dibs. Wow, nepotism. Yeah, wow. it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I've always wondered this. Yes. What's it like working with children? Like, it's got to be a little more pure. Maybe there's a little less ego. Kids can be jerks, but also at the same time, you know, everybody. I feel like everybody kind of loves kids a little bit in their deep black parts of their heart, you know? Well, I mean, there's different personalities, just like working yeah. with adults. I mean, the kids are people, you know? Right, <laughs> so there's yeah, there's a lot of different things I've noticed with, because my specialty is working generally with uh, people on the spectrum 
that sure. uh, I don't work with as many clients that are what they'd call typically developing. Um, but I interned there at Primary Children's, and so I used to do that work, so it's kind of, I, I, I'm getting ready to sort of shake off a little bit of some of the rust and diving back, you know, into the research in that area so I can go mm. and prepare But one thing that is funny that I have to get ready is, I talked about before that the specialty that I'm trained in is uh, improvising, but when working with that population in the hospital, the pediatric uh, unit there, uh, you really have to fucking bone up on your repertoire because oh, yeah? you don't know the new hip music. It really is oh. like meeting someone for the first time, meeting one of the patients there. So many of them do this, and I don't think it's quite intentionally, but it always happens, where it's almost like a test for you. <laughs> where they say like, at the time when I was an intern, was like when Taylor Swift was the biggest thing on the planet. Um, so if I'd go into like a little girl's room or something like that, and right. we might start chatting about some music, she would sort of ask me, oh, do you know the newest Taylor Swift song? And if I couldn't bust that out right there, right then, Ooh. get the fuck out of that room. Wow. Like <laughs> there was just a shutdown would occur of just, oh nope, you're not cool. Uh, get out. So Is this like like when a chick wears a band t-shirt and the dude's like, oh, you're a fan? Name me five songs off the Volume 4 album for Black Sabbath if you actually like Black Dude, Sabbath. Okay. Kids are like that. Kids are wow. like that. Like, you don't know the shark song? <laughs> Get Baby out. shark, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm trying to go back and uh, I haven't really started that yet, but I'm, I'm going to be diving into some popular music. But I just thought yeah. that was a funny thing. Uh, that happened. Yeah. And I also wanted to mention completely, uh, well, somewhat related in medical. Have you heard what's going on in New York lately? Have you medically heard about this? Speaking? Have you seen this? Yeah, no. I'm feeling. What's going hey, on? Uh, have you heard what's uh, going on in New York lately? Have seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Tell me. What's going on? Outbreak of measles. It is <gasps> an em- it has been listed as a state of emergency here. Oh, you anti-vaxxer pieces of shits. And it truly is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing shots fired because uh, I like living, um, <laughs> but it has been traced back to uh, extremely uh, orthodox Jewish communities in, oh. in uh, New York and Brooklyn. It tends to be tied to those religious communities, doesn't it? Like in other places, it's like the super Christian communities and stuff. Yeah, well, now it's literally, like, biting them in the ass. Like, there is a huge outbreak. Fucking measles outbreak where I live. Yeah, measles was dead. Good thing I have my vaccination. Still, you're still at risk, even if you're vaccinated. I know herd immunity. I know. I understand it. I know the science, Nicholas. God, but I'm just (laughs) saying, it's fucking 2019, and there's a measles outbreak in my community. Yeah, what blows me away... Is that people from like third world countries are probably like, what? That's going to prevent my kid from dying? Yeah, fucking put that right in my veins, motherfucker. Like, let's all do this. You know, and over here we're like, mm, uh, thimiserol, that's mercury and you're going to, you're poisoning yourself and you're going to get cancer. Fuck off. It's like, shut up, Jenny McCarthy. And this is going to be, yeah. I'm just preempting. This is going to be one, one of my more sexist statements on the podcast. I am aware of this, still going for it. Um, shut up, Jenny McCarthy, <laughs> and go back to posting topless. Yeah, <laughs> you're we better liked that you way. Better when you were topless, okay? We liked you better when you were just showing us titties and not talking about vaccines. I mean, if our options are you talking about vaccines and just spewing garbage, incorrect things that aren't true, versus you just being top, let's go back to there. All right. Yeah, I said it. My hands are up. My literally, Eric can see me on webcam. My hands are up in the air, but I'm going for it. Yep. I'm gonna say this. She contributed more to society and advanced happiness more by being topless as opposed to talking about vaccines. So, (laughs) thank you, Jenny McCarthy, for your service. Oh, why didn't Jim Carrey (laughs) stop you? Um, I know. Oh, okay. Related to this. Okay. Okay. I read an article. 
and I think it was in New York, but it could have been somewhere else, like Seattle or something, which is interesting because they're not really religious out there, but it's like the crunchy hippie parents that are against vaccines. So you get all types, right? It's true. Um, It's true. It's kind of like on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, Parents are holding measles parties where you can bring your baby and get the measles and then they'll be inoculated later in life. What does that sound like to you, Nick? Does that sound like trying to vaccinate your kid almost? <laughs> that wasn't the answer for laughing so loud on the mic, but I thought you were going going another way on that. I, no. I thought you were going the child abuse angle because no, I agree there. You're purposefully getting sick in a controlled environment so that it doesn't happen later and be more dangerous. That sounds like vaccination to me. It does. It does. It's exact In a... With less regulation and scientific backing. Right, right, exactly. And a lot more risk. Yeah, give my baby measles. It's like me just going, you know, rather than uh, getting the flu shot this year, I'm just going to jump on uh, the F train and start licking seats. Ooh, okay. Would you rather lick a subway handrail or a dollar bill? Oh, subway handrail. Really? I would. Yeah. You don't want a little bit of that, like, stripper juice that could be on the dollar bill? That's always, you know, could happen. No. I like my stripper juice like I like my women, bottled away and contained. (laughs) That's too bad it's not International Women's Day. (laughs) No, I feel like I threw enough at Jenny McCarthy. Uh, Write your letters to someone else because i don't care <laughs> to jim carrey at jim com. <laughs> to jim carrey at the grinch was just okay at <laughs> oh man speaking of the grinch did you ever see uh i never saw it but the cat in the hat you no, know with michael I, myers i did not see it that the trailers just made that look like the biggest garbage fire that existed like, Michael Myers' humor works in certain yeah. situations. That wasn't one of them. Well, I, I, I'll i say I'm I'm open-minded enough to know I, I can't judge. Haven't seen it. That's true. But I... Uh, no interest. I mean, I guess we can't say much about Dr. Seuss either, right? He wasn't a great person, so... True. He was a womanizer, and he was having an but affair. We we are not. Uh, we have done nothing but respect women. Um, we've never said anything uh, offensive towards them. And if you send me anything in the contrary, um, you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the darkest story I know about Seuss is his oh, wife God, are had we going cancer. There? Oh, here yeah. we go. Buckle his in. Everybody cancer. take a drink. Yeah. Cancer wife. Uh, <laughs> she was like terminal. Which is the best superhero. I love that comic. <laughs> and he was cheating on her. He had like a mistress. She killed herself. His wife did. <gasps> yeah. Left him a suicide note that, that was like, I'm sorry that I have cancer. I know you're going to be better off without me. I hope you and that like lady find a happy life. And he ended up marrying that bitch, his mistress, after his wife's suicide. And uh, how Whoa. did he not become elected our president? Yeah, I. You know what? He could. The have parallels are there, next, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, not to not to go against uh, Donnie Jingles there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, the, there's a similar story there. Right. Oh my God, is he Doctor Seuss? <laughs> no, with the way he, he communicates, I mean, he doesn't know how to read. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. um, I. Uh, there was one other random thing that came up this this week that I wanted to mention. So, because I'm getting over being sick after that mm. flu with our Barry White episode, uh, mm-hmm. my voice has been uh, fickle. And that I use my voice, especially every day at work, right? I sing a shit ton. Um, right. Uh, it's been a pain in the ass. One of the other therapists that works at my clinic was recommending um, this uh, sort of vocal coach that he uses that's uh, like just has online material. You know, oh, you can okay. just go and it's like exercises for different stuff. But he specifically had one for 
uh, a voice in recovery, like some things you could do exercise wise to not really work out your voice, but just sort of try to sort of lightly bring it back. And so I was like, okay, let me check it out. Yeah. And uh, he was doing some things about actual sounds that you did while uh, drinking water and things like Hmm. that, Uh, because water, you know, uh, to just do stuff really safe and easygoing. Um, But one of the things he mentioned was uh, he was doing sort of these audible sounds while swallowing. Um, okay. while drinking water. And he's like, I know this is going to sound weird. And if you know from previous episodes how much I hate ASMR and weird mouth sounds. Uh, so he's doing that. But I went into it with the, like, this is a purpose. He's showing me the sound that I have to make. I'm not doing mm-hmm. this for the mm-hmm. aesthetic. So I was able to tolerate it. But it was still was gross and weird. <laughs> I'm fully um, expecting you to make the sound. Well, like, the, I the hope funny we thing, climax to that well, point. <laughs> The funny thing was, is that he was talking about the, uh, he, he said, you're, you're sort of doing an infantile gulping sound that newborn babies make when they wow. swallow because they haven't learned the social norm that you're, you are supposed to, uh, swallow silently and sort of control that, which, uh, yeah. adults do. And you know, yeah, they just, do. just clicked in my mind. I went, wait, this is something adults learn because I cannot swallow silently. And I just thought I was a weird person that was different. Uh, But then I just, it just dawned on me. It was a skill that I didn't develop as a child. Nick, conceal, don't feel, okay? Hide oh, that. <laughs> so let me tell you, let me lay down on my couch. So first, my mom. Let's start with my mom. Um, yeah, let's unpack that. <laughs> we don't have enough time. Um, oh, so man, John I learned, Mulaney. I, I learned that ab- about me, that hmm. I cannot do that. And I'll tell you, uh, when I became conscious that I was different about this, and I thought it was a weird just thing about me. I didn't know that it was a developmental thing. Hmm. Um, because when I was in high school, I remember taking, uh, we were doing a standardized test day, which everyone remembers. You sit in a room, you take the test, and you can't leave after the test either. You have to right, just no sort of sit behind. there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've always been a really fast test taker like i just breeze through shit really really quickly i sort of take my approach to testing is i either know it or i don't sure so i don't agonize over questions and i do the thing where i skip skip and i'll go i don't know it go just keep moving on and then when i get to the end i go do i know it and if i don't i guess (laughs) you know and then that's the end um so I always finished so early because they would, you know, they'd set aside like an hour and a half to do a section of the test. And I would finish in like 30, 45 minutes. Wow. So I just wow. have to sit in silence because you couldn't do anything during the test because it would yeah, disturb tell me, people. Tell me your ACT score now, Nick. God. Um, I got, fuck, what was it? 32? Nice fucking job, my friend. And Jesus. it was actually uh, reading. My reading comprehension uh, was the highest score that I got. Um, and it kind of helped carry math, <laughs> which was low. <laughs> That's it funny because I had a similar experience. Um, but anyways, uh, so we're sitting in one of those sessions. Yeah. And uh, I remember because it was kind of like mid-afternoon or something, they had brought in from the cafeteria just some crates of, like, what is it called? The, I don't remember the brand name, but the Topeka, whatever the fucking orange juice was that you could get in the oh, cafeterias at school. Yeah, Tampico, dude. Yeah, Tampico. Yeah. Right. So they had some, uh, they had some crates of that that they put at the front of the room. And when you finish, they said, you're welcome. And I think they had, like, fruit snacks or something. They're like, you right. can grab some fruit snacks, grab a drink, and just kind of hang out. Like, okay, because I had nothing hmm. else to do. And I remember I grabbed uh, one of those little 
what the fuck are those made out of? The cartons. <laughs> uh, cardboard? <laughs> Basically. I grabbed one of those, and I remember I busted open. And again, remember, this room is completely silent. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the first one done. Ooh. So I've grabbed that, and uh, I open it up, and I take a big old swig of it, and I swallow. And it's super audible. I swallow wow. so fucking loud. And it's super odd. And I remember heads turned and looked at me. And I went and I started looking around. And I was like, what? Why are people looking at me? Oh, my God. And, and I took like another drink. And then people looked at me. And I went, what the fuck? Why? Why is everyone looking at me? God, and and so- there was even somebody that kind of gave me a weird look of like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, wow. as, as though I was messing with them. You know, Mm-mm. and then when another person finished, not uh, too soon later, because I'm I'm the first one to finish, baby. That's my wife. Um, <laughs> and uh, I then somebody else did, and they were sitting actually right next to me, and they grabbed a drink and they started drinking, and I remember being aware of like I don't I don't hear anything. What the fuck? What the fuck? Wow. What the fuck? And then I've always been super self-conscious ever since then. If I'm in a room that's silent, I try not to drink anything. Oh, my God. Because I know, and I still can't do it. I can't do it. So on this podcast, Eric sees, because I, uh, he is a, my webcam is on. If I take yeah. a drink of something, I lean so far away from the mic. Like, it's comical that, like, wait, I'm... Wait. I'm a, out yourself right now. Drink into the mic. No, don't let me do it on mic. Because what if people are like me and don't like ASMR and like, it's going to be gross. They can handle it for a second. Even just swallowing my spit, I'd lean away <laughs> from talking. It's true. Wow. So, All right. Okay, you want me, me to do it? Straight. Want me to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll fucking do, do it. it. I'm. Big if swing. any of you are... Uh, are grossed out by mouth sounds and shit like that, just skip 30 seconds ahead, okay? And I'll give you a heads up of when it's happening. And fuck you, Eric. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) All right, here it goes. All right, ready? You'll probably even hear this sip. Could you hear it? It was total fucking silence on my end. Oh, that may just be like traveling, but it is recorded. It is recorded right. in the episode. Right. Here, I'll do, I'll do I'll do like the couple gulps that will get yeah. it through. Sorry if any of you hate this. Ready? Oh, oh. Wow, I heard it that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I just chewed ice wow. at the end. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that was a lot of gin. <laughs> I should have done that with water. Yeah. <laughs> So this is just us <laughs> dipping our toes into our ASMR episodes. No, yeah, never, <laughs> never, never, never. But uh, so that gives you an idea. That's how I swallow. Wow. Okay. That wasn't so an got, exaggeration. You let me summarize this. Let me okay. hit some talking points here. You and got I always a 32 swallow. out of a 36 on the ACT, which is super fucking impressive, by the way. I got a 29 and I'm happy with that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. And. Never in your life, in your little development, you learn the social more of not swallowing like a prostitute. Like you just, I you just, just gulp it down. I just open wide and go. Uh. Do you burp a lot? Yes. Okay. All right. Interesting. Wow. Oh, that would be related, right? Because there's probably yeah. air translating with it. And I remember I had this. Um, I had this friend. When I was growing up, uh, you know the the refrigerators that had the the water uh, feature sort of in the front, where you could fill up a glass of water through the fridge. Yeah, like most suburban homes have nowadays. Right nowadays, but when we were younger, that was kind of like a fancy thing to have. Oh yeah, hell yeah, that was a rich people thing. Right, I remember a friend had that, and he could do this thing. Where if he was thirsty, he would walk over and just put his mouth under it and oh, okay. hit hit the button and he could swallow with his mouth open. Like oh, I can do that. He could continuously drink. I yeah. think of a function of whatever the fuck is wrong with me is that I can't do that. So I tried to do it and my mouth closed and then water sprayed all over my face and I got a money <laughs> shot. <laughs> wow. Ah. 
I tried to swallow noisily right there, <clears throat> and then did something weird. See, I can't do it naturally. Jesus Christ. So yeah. much air. So I know that's that's weird, but that's just something that is weird about me, and Have I can't ever? I can't fix it. And I know that my wife hates it because say, if we're sitting having dinner together, right? Then it's like shovel food, nom 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 nom, and then just gulp, gulp, gulp. Wow, that's um, eating dinner with me. Just like in the middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning, you wake up super thirsty, so you down yeah. a water bottle, you wake up the whole room. I do. It's really bad. It's bad. If if I wake up in the middle of the night and I need to have water, which my wife always keeps water on her little bedside yeah. uh, little thing for things like that. If I do, I know that I just need to get up and go to the kitchen. So... <laughs> I and do. Shame. Yeah, because I know it will literally wake her up. Wow, that's incredible. You have a you have a talent, my friend, and you're squandering it a by talent. not doing ASMR. Okay? There are people that would pay you. good money to hear you swallow things. <laughs> what kind of things? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of any weird sounds that maybe I make. Uh, the only thing I can think of. Is when I'm like really, 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 really sick. Um, mm-hmm. I will whine in my sleep. <laughs> you whine in your sleep? Yeah. Like, like, I, like what? Like what? Like I'll just be sleeping. I will not be conscious. Okay. But you'll hear me taking a deep breath and very quietly you'll hear like. Uh, 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 and my wife has woken me up about it before. She's like, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, dude, I. I feel like I have cancer AIDS. Can I have water? <laughs> like, not even there mentally. So, yeah, that's something. That's really funny. I when like I weighed that. 100 pounds more, I used to snore a fuck ton. Oh, really? Did that uh, sort of cure your snoring? I've heard that with other people. Hell yeah. I mean, not being fat, it doesn't press down on your epiglottis when you're trying to breathe at night. It's not a fight for survival. You just breathe normally when you don't weigh... Super fucking heavy. So. Yeah. Do that. No, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I didn't I know you a, were a snorer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a teacher who weighed something like 400 pounds, and this man had to have a CPAP machine just so he could breathe mm-hmm. at night. That's Good old nuts. CPAP. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I call it the, the Darth Vader mask. It really is. It just forces air. Ooh. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of that. Yeah. So uh, if any of you have a uh, solution of how can I fix my swallowing, not <laughs> pornographically, uh, <laughs> but day-to-day functionality, you know, let me know. Fix have me. You, have you tried? Yes. Well, after I became super aware of it, and especially like my significant other, uh, before she was my wife, would uh, call me out on it. I would really, and I do, if I'm in public or something and I really need to take a drink, if I'm going to cough and I'm in a quiet place, like if I'm in a presentation or recording a podcast and the room is quiet, then I'm really trying to make a conscious effort and I just fucking can't do it. And I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay. So you're not the only one. Okay. Like there's a, a Reddit post, there's a Yahoo answers thing, like. On Reddit, it's on no stupid questions, and it says, how to swallow quietly. And it says, whenever I drink water, especially around friends, they comment on how loud I swallow. Then when I try to focus on swallowing quieter, it gets even louder. It's true. (laughs) People always comment on how loud I swallow, and now even when I'm by myself, I notice it, and it annoys me. Please help. (laughs) Uh, The only comments are like, besides not swallowing forcefully... Try swallowing less at a time. It sounds like you're gulping water when you drink it. So it's Maybe that's a part of it. Oh, all right. I'm going to do a live experiment away yeah. from the mic because you don't <laughs> oh. need to hear it. I'm going to, I'm going to take a little sip and see if I can do it quietly. And you no. won't get to hear it either way. So this is great podcasting. Nope. Fuck. Still loud as fuck. Yep. <laughs> God, it, it like went glab. Like that's what it sounded like going down. I was like, fuck. It probably did get picked up by my mic because this mic, though. 
Um, mm. So um, I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to everyone who's grossed out by that because I understand it's disgusting. Can I give you a really depressing related search to how to swallow silently? Oh, God. <laughs> how yes. do you cry silently? Is what somebody <gasps> wants to know. <laughs> right? Suicide by words. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. How to cry silently? Yeah. Somebody wants to know how to cry silently. Hi. I'm a new Marine, and when I'm in the barracks, I just want to know how to sob. My God. So people don't fill their socks uh, with uh, bars of soap and hit me. Oh, God. Is that Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. That's Full Metal Jacket. (laughs) Which, uh, by the way, if any of you want to go and watch Full Metal Jacket who have seen it, or maybe you haven't seen it, here's what I like to do. I like to watch the first half of the movie and then turn it off. Then it's a comedy. <laughs> I bet you could swallow... What is it? I bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose, right? Right. Really, I'm serious. Man. If you watch the first half of the movie right before they actually ship off to war and you turn it off and just pretend that's the end, it is a hilarious comedy. My wife has a similar... Uh, she has a similar policy on Moulin Rouge, actually. I, I'll admit, I've never seen it. It's got your boy Ewan McGregor in it. Come on. I do love him. Do you love yeah. him? So for like the first three quarters of the movie, it's like a fun, happy musical. Everybody's great. She doesn't die of fucking tuberculosis. We're all good. <laughs> yeah. Ewan McGregor doesn't end up alone with a typewriter depressed. So it's like stop at chapter 28 because that's the chapter on the DVD. You just stop it. It's done. Hooray, happy movie. If you continue, depressing movie. So, you know. Mm. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. How have you gone through life swallowing loudly? I'm just still astounded by it. I I don't know. I, the thing that bothers me the most is that how I wasn't aware of it for so long. I knew about the other skills, like that I couldn't swallow with my mouth open. Like, right. I found that out as a kid trying to right. do that trick with the fridge. And I also remember my brother's, uh, or not my brother, my friend's older brother could do a trick where he could sort of just open his throat and chug things, like, instantly. You've yeah, se- yeah, probably yeah. seen that sort of party trick, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he'd be like, I'm going to have a glass of milk. And it'd just be like, blam, gone in a second. Had my glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Um <laughs> And that's something I, I couldn't do. So, oh, you know what would probably fix it? But I don't have the time, energy, or money is uh, I could probably go and see a speech therapist because oh. they are specialists in the swallowing mechanism. Mm-hmm, I'm sure uh, they are. <laughs> the, the medical speech therapist. And they could probably help me fix that. Can you swallow laying down? Like on your back? Oh, it's really hard. No. Really? No. That's funny. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because if I'm laying in bed, if I'm like sick or something, yeah. and my wife is like, oh, here's a tea or a water or something, yeah. I have to sit up to mm. swallow. Yeah, no. Me, I can, my wife, she's also kind of, she, she has similar swallowing things as you. She swallows silently, but she can't swallow laying down, stuff like that. Um I can just lay flat on my back in bed and waterfall a water bottle into my mouth and just, like, continuously drink, you know? No problem. It, it makes me... I'm trying to think about the mechanisms. <gasps> I think I figured part of it out. Oh, revelation. Well, because, as as you know, like, sort of in the back of your throat, there's the connection between your nasal cavity and your throat. Or, yeah. You're right, like that's where that connection is sort of at the the very base of your tongue. Right. <clears throat> I think because of whatever whatever muscle movements I'm doing that are wrong to mm-hmm. swallow, which is so weird to say <laughs> that like I I'm just doing it wrong. Um right. whatever muscle movements I'm doing sort of uh, is sort of activated where that connection is, and I feel a little bit if I'm laying down, 
a water starts to sort of go up my nasal cavity into my nose. And so it makes me like cough. So I know that I have to sit up or else water will do that and I will start coughing. That's interesting. Huh. Because for me, like, I don't, for me, infants swallow loudly, but in a different way. Right? Like, I've never heard a full... You sound meaty and throaty, you know? They're just like... Yeah, tell me again. Yeah. Um, but infants, they're always like... You know what I mean? They do like that, like... But baby E, you know? I don't know. <laughs> well, it so could also be the resonation... The resonating chambers, right? If you're talking mm. about the sound aesthetically... Right. That, that there's a lower, deeper sound. There's more space. That's true. That's true. And it's coming from a place, yeah, that where like the, the, the resonance of the sound is going to be different. Meaty baby swallows. <laughs> Episode title? <laughs> well, it could be, yeah. Write it down. <clears throat> meaty. Or, uh, meaty baby swallows or something about uh, 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 Nick swallows. That's gross sounding. Hey. We usually do gross sounding titles, right? Yeah, why not? That's, uh, we're infants at heart. Children, <laughs> we are. Like, we are. Uh, I enjoy I enjoy the weird. I'm still, I'm so obsessed with the Provo dip. <laughs> <laughs> Just to suck one. our own dicks for a second. Like, mm. that is, that's glorious. Yeah. Um, talking about things we used to do as infants uh, that we don't anymore. Mm-hmm. People hammer on this a lot, but breathing. You know what I mean? You ever hear about that? Uh, hear about breathing? Yeah, well, like how... What's the controversy? The the social mores kind of force you to breathe in a more unnatural way than when you were a child and just breathe freely. You know, with like full belly breaths and like you didn't care if somebody saw you have a big old belly because you were a baby, right? But oh, right. We we actually yeah. learned this when I was uh, when I was growing up, and because one of my first main instruments was the trumpet, was learning oh. how to breathe more right. deeply, you know, to support your sound. And we did learn about like how we as adults breathe really shallow. Yeah. And it is a fascinating thing. And I am yeah. really curious about the function. Right. Because babies do breathe more deeply and sort of engage their full diaphragm. Right. And it is so odd to me. Yeah. One of my favorite Which, visuals, um, mm-hmm. I think I heard somebody and this credit to my wife. I think she's the one who told me this. Um, umbrella breathing, right? So just oh, picture yes. like an umbrella expanding using all uh, all corners of your lungs. Um, that's actually been linked to better mental health because you're getting more oxygen. So It's true. Yeah. Well, and I, I have to do that all, all the time when I'm singing. And uh, I use aspects of that, a, a different sort of more... Um, because I used to work on a psych unit, which sometimes we would be asked to be to do like relaxation type okay. of things, yeah. um, which often, you know, most relaxation things involve breathing. And because I was working with psych patients where using abstract thought like umbrella doesn't right. work because they're thinking really concretely. Um, I see I leaned away for a swallow. <laughs> I'm I'm doing this shit all the time. You're welcome. Uh, the one one uh, tactic that I would use, and I also use this with some of uh, the the clients that I work with uh, that have uh, special needs who are sort of working on breathing, or maybe we are doing a relaxation thing, is that if you sit up with your back against the back of your chair and all the way back, when you breathe in you should feel your lower back press against the chair. Hmm. So are you sitting in a chair that has a back? I just did that and it was very relaxing. Right? Do you feel but did you feel the pressure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so if if you're breathing uh, yeah. fully deeply, you'll feel the your lower back expand into the chair. And that's sort of a good way or if you're laying down on the floor, you'll feel the same thing. It's sort of a good way to check in with how deep are you actually breathing? Because if you if you're not feeling that pressure, then there's more that you could do. Yeah, it's crazy how a deep breath, just like a single deep breath, kind of resets, and you're like, ah, oh, you know, that wasn't that mm, oxygen. Yeah, can I tell you about a weird <laughs> uh, social thing that I've observed that relates to that? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
that is that I'm guilty of, and I have to be super conscious of it because I do this shit all the time, and it's bad. <laughs> um, is that uh, I often, uh, every once in a while, I sort of do a check in with myself when it comes to breathing, even in regular life and work and everything. Um, and I'll take a big breath like that. And when I do that, I often, you know, exhale, exhale through my nose, mm-hmm. which sounds like a sigh. It does. It really sort does. That, yeah. Hmm, right. <laughs> so yeah. if I'm in a presentation or if I'm uh, interviewing somebody or, you know, something like that, something that's really important that you're paying attention, if I do that. And then make that sound. Oh, it sounds God. like I'm going. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. And so I do that shit all the time, and I have to be careful because I've done that before in really important business meetings. And I've seen people then look at me, and I go, "Oh fuck, I just did it! I just did it!" And I oh don't. And I'm not sighing in like, "Oh fuck, what is this?" You know, where it sounds like I'm being sarcastic or rolling my eyes, but right. it's truly just me breathing. Interesting. Uh, so it's just a dumb little thing. So if is it because you exhale out your nose? Is that why? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Which s- sort of slows and controls it. First, it's just going. <sighs> well, that oh, sounds true. bad too. Right. That sounds even more sarcastic. It does. I don't. Whenever I take a deep breath, and I let it out, I always have this fucking like higher. Like it sounds like relief when I. I'm like ah. <sighs> You just you shit your I mean? pants, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm, you know, that's You just creamed your jeans. <laughs> wow. Breathing and swallowing. Jean cream. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was just a weird thing that uh, just to be upfront and honest that I am, I try to be super aware about, but I still catch myself doing that sometimes. And either my friends or my wife or my family, if I'm hanging around, like we might be watching TV and I do that and sometimes they'll go, what's up? Or like something wrong? That's so funny. No, just breathing. <clears throat> just That's breathing. So I've noticed, because we've hung out and I've noticed you do that, but I was just like, oh yeah, he's probably tired or something. Like I don't take anything out of it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know it's just me. And so I know I'm coming across as a cunt, but I'm trying to not, <laughs> but it, I don't mean it that way. God, so just the we'll way you it, breathe, the way you uh, smile, fucking piss me off, Nick. I can't do anything right. <laughs> wow. So, you know, 10 hours into this episode, you wanted to talk about Hellboy? Yeah, sure. We could talk about my boy Hellboy and how the newest movie ruined it. Why not? Okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm coming at this completely blind because I know that the... The new one, it just came out, right? As we yeah. record this. The new movie has just been coming out. I know it's yeah. got uh, Everyone's Bay in it. What's his name? David... Uh, Marshall? What's his name? I, I thought it started with an H. Is mm, it Harbor? Oh. oh, wait. Yeah, David Harbor. Yeah. Okay. Stranger right. Things, man. Hop, yeah. Hopper. Uh, he's Hellboy, which I thought was like great casting. Though yeah. I loved in the in the original movie... Uh, was it Ron Perlman? Is Hell yeah, name? it was Ron Perlman. You put oh some respect God. on his name. He fucking... Though people like talk shit about those movies, no, him no, 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 no. as Hellboy was fucking great. Those movies were phenomenal. Okay, they I were. didn't like the There's second no, one. It's fine. You can have wrong opinions. Everybody does. But uh, Okay, so talk to me. It seems like you were passionate about Hellboy. Tell me about Hellboy because yeah, I all mean, I my only exposure is those two movies. It's just good movies. They don't try to be more than they are, right? They have a centralized storyline. First one, fucking wow, Rasputin bringing back Nazis and trying to bring yeah. God of Chaos into this world. Great, love it. And just that they used Rasputin in general. He's a fascinating story. He is. They, uh, you know, <gasps> callback. Like by him. the way, sorry, huh. member Barry just clicked in my head. <gasps> Quick callback. Yeah. Um, remember when I told you about that shitty high school band that I was in that was called oh, yeah. Lily Noir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because we were metal. metal. We wrote a song about Rasputin and how of he course. would never die. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, and then it came to life in Hellboy. So yeah, job. so just had to throw that in. Continue. Wow, Lily Noir Rasputin. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but like, one of the things that Del Toro does in every single one of his fucking movies is. By the true. way, did he direct the original Hellboy? Yes. Oh, really? I didn't yes. know it was him. I really yes. didn't. It was Guillermo del motherfucking Toro. Okay, one of my favorite directors. Great. Okay. A monster man. Um, all his stories <laughs> revolve around, uh, oh, look, here's a monster, but humanity is the real monster. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. Right. He uses monsters to expose those parts of us or whatever. And I love it. I'm here for it. Every single movie does it. I, it's what I go for, right? I expect it. Um, but the, the original Hellboy... And I haven't seen the new Hellboy. I only saw the trailer and I hated it. Okay. Because <laughs> you haven't seen the movie though. You can't no, hate it. They're Deadpooling Hellboy. Okay. We have Deadpool. We Wait. can have Deadpool. But I didn't watch to... the trailer because, you know, I don't watch trailers as we talked yeah. about last time. Yeah. Um, so uh, what? Uh, break it down for me. What are they doing? It, it's a lot more snark. Like, okay. Hellboy is witty. He's got a dry wit. You know, his jokes yeah. can be dark, but it's not a humor movie. There are a lot of funny parts in it, right? Yeah. Well, his humor, if I remember, well, again, I'm only going off what I saw yeah. in the first yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, movie adaptation because I never read comic books or anything about him. Sure. Um, but he, his humor was dry and that he didn't give a shit. Right. Like he, he sort of had that like pessimistic fuck you, I don't care. Like that's right. what made him funny. Yeah, but he had kittens too, so he was a big old softy, right? They showed yeah. that, you know, it was both. Um but the new Hellboy is like Deadpool, which Deadpool is great. It was fine because it played up to who Deadpool was. Mm-hmm. Um but this new movie is just like a lot more gore, where in the old movies gore wasn't like a selling point to the movie right Mm -hmm. um a lot more like flashy action a lot more of that humor that makes deadpool deadpool where it's like with like half a smile he'll say things and be like ah you know what i mean i got that whole vibe from that trailer oh so he's like he's a little more like self-aware and like committing to jokes through self-awareness where in the original it was more of just like that's his personality and he wasn't right. necessarily like meta about it. Right, exactly. And it's less um I don't know, the environment's now just some CGI hellscape and there's a big bad who's all CGI and it's just like ah fuck off. Right? What I is this? A it. DC movie? Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It just it was not Shots good. fired motherfuckers. Guillermo del Toro has weird and unique monsters. I've always loved how they look. And then they just bastardized this new Hellboy. And they're just like, look at that. I don't know. I'm just upset about it. I'm just Is I'm is mad. he involved with the new movie? No, not at all. Oh. Yeah. Who's doing it? I don't know, some random. That's I think that's who Marshall was. Something Marshall. Um I don't like it. I just don't like it. Will you see it? it? Sure, and then I'll cry into a bottle of gin or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, or w- go- what we call Sundays around here. Hey, um, yeah. Going back to our last episode where we touched on the Hobbit a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Del Toro was like a producer for a moment for that one, right? And then they got Peter Jackson back in or something. I don't remember what production hell those movies went through, but mm-hmm. I loved uh, the Goblin King. In the Hobbit, okay. Oh, he was gross as shit. Yeah, it was awesome. But I, but I mean, uh, that's Del Toro's thing. Is right, like exactly making fucking hideous. But it was like not gross for gross sakes. It was just like, oh yeah, that's the yeah. Goblin King. You're gross. And he's disgusting. Yeah. Um. Did you see Shape of Water or Banging no. Nemo? No. No. Is <laughs> that's the fish fucking right? Yeah, that's the fish fucking. Yeah. I didn't see it. 
That one was great. Uh, it's got a mute woman. She uh, masturbates in a tub and has an egg timer on so she knows when not to do stuff. Uh, it's got a fish man who is a god to the Aztecs. It's got a dude who loses his finger and then he's having sex with his wife and he just like bleeds all over his face with his gross finger. It's great. It's got everything. What? It's for families. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he just said. <laughs> no. It was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Classic Del Toro fashion. Um, I just really like, again, how he does his monsters and how that kind of ties into the world. Okay. All right. But, yeah, he didn't do anything in the the new Hellboy. No, and he really... He wasn't connected at all? No. He wanted Mm. to. For a long time, he wanted to do, like, Hellboy 3 after Golden Army, a follow-up. But they're just like... Nah, brah, we're going to give it to this guy. It'll be whatever. I I can't remember. Maybe you can tell me because it seems like you were more connected and involved to the original first two. Yeah. We, in one of the movies, there was this weird sort of like wolf-like creature. Wolf-like That creature. he had to fight in like a museum. Oh, 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 you're talking about Samael, the Hound of Resurrection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, Is that guy, the that first one. Cool. Yeah, that's the first one. Oh, okay. Like that. I remember that as a creature. I remember going like, "Holy shit!" Like this yeah. is a fucking cool idea. Yeah, that guy was cool. Uh, Abe Sapien, the uh, telekinetics oh, yeah. fish man. Yeah. Who was the actor that played him? Because I thought he was great. He's uh he's the always the tall guy in Del Toro movies. He's the pale man. Oh, I forget his name, but he's amazing. What the fuck is his name? Look it up right now. We need to give him credit because we know, know he's listening. We need to put some respect on his name. Yeah. Uh, come on, give me actors. Pale man. He's Abe <laughs> Sapien. Okay, Abe Sapien, actor. Who are you? Who? Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yeah. I thought he was great. Yeah. He's always the weird characters. He's the fish man. He's the, he's the pan in Pan's Labyrinth. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a, he always does that shit and I love it. He's got such a weird build. Yeah. But he's, yeah. Like he, he fits very, especially as like the Abe Sapien. I remember the only thing in the original one, which again, I liked the original Hellboy more than the sequel by a lot. Sure. I actually really, really liked that first movie. And it yeah. was also came out, we were talking about with the Star Wars, like it came out at a good time in my life. Like Hellboy <laughs> came out, I don't remember, but I feel like I was a preteen or something. So yeah. a cool, edgy kind of guy like that, like I was super into yeah, and this could be member berries for me for loving these movies too. You know what I mean? Just like yeah, I yeah. watched them at that time. They, I loved them. So I remember the only part I was a little like meh about was the 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 fire girl. Um, oh, <laughs> Liz. that sh- that she was basically like an Ellen Page character, <laughs> which was super popular at the time. <laughs> Manic pixie dream girl. Is that what we're saying? Right. Like it was just like oh. Every character that Ellen Page was playing at that time in the U.S., right? Wow. <laughs> like so she much was shade. just she was doing a bunch of different movies at the time, like basically being the same type of person. And it was yeah, like, okay, another one of those. Right. Uh, I'm bored right. with this. Give me somebody different. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, I respect your opinion. Um, yeah, in that first movie, I'm not so sure that her as a character or an actress brought a ton to the table. You know what I mean? Well, and they wrote her to be that way. So I don't blame the, I don't blame the actress that played her because it was like, that's exactly the personality and everything that was literally written in the lines. She was being that person because. Why do you think think we went through a trope like that? The Ellen Pagey era. Uh, Juno. Yeah, is that why? Yeah, like, Juno came out, and then, like, that style of, like, these sort of alt, uh, sarcastic, uh, strong female characters, like, became really prominent for a while. Mmm. Right? Yeah, I could see It that. was, like, right after Juno. Juno came out, and that was the first one there where it was like, holy shit, what is this? And then... 
Yeah, like that type of character became a lot more um, dominant. Like everybody just went, oh, what did they do? Let's copy that, you know, as Hollywood always does. (laughs) Fun fact, Doug Jones turned down a role in the reboot. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they offered him something. He's like, nah, I'm not here for this. I don't want, unless it's Del Toro, I don't want to be there. So, Wow, sticking to his guns. Yeah. So I I've heard the impression that everyone fucking hates this movie. Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be a flop. Um, let's Google Hellboy yeah. reboot. Somebody said uh, that the Rotten Tomatoes score. I want to know what it is. Will you uh, will you fact check us live? What's the Rotten Tomatoes on this motherfucker right now? Yeah, let's go to. Okay, first I want to read some headlines. <clears throat> um, this is by the Atlantic. For some ungodly reason, Hellboy is back. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, Reason.com. The Hellboy reboot is a damned awful movie. Uh, Uh, I see what they did there. Director Neil Marshall's revival is a sad imitation of Guillermo del Toro's comic book movie. Is the Hellboy reboot a new low for comic book movies? Oh, my God. They're saying that... Oh, right. Oh, and we've God. had DC movies, so yeah. And we've had the original uh, Captain America, which yep, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that movie sucked my dick. Oh, um, oh, it's got fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Oh yeah. my God! I think Congress's approval rating is higher than that. Ooh, here critics consensus. Bereft of the imaginative flair that made earlier Hellboy so enjoyable, this soulless reboot suggests Dante may have left him a tenth circle out of his inferno. A new circle of hell for this movie. Yup. Oh my fuck. Jesus Christ, people are not holding back either. Yeah, what's really funny is that Mike Magnolia, Magnolia, I think is his name, he was the like writer of Hellboy. He wasn't really involved in the first two movies. Okay, okay. so they were super del toro vision um yeah he was super involved with this one is what i heard Ooh, that can't feel good yeah and people are just shitting all over this just mm. Mm. which is too bad for david harbour because i appreciate him as an actor like he's awesome dude everybody fucking loves stranger things but if mila jovovich is in a movie you know it's not going to be great so oh shots fired on her yeah i mean she's the I don't know if you remember growing up, but seeing the billions of trailers for all the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, I know she was in a bunch of that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's her. Is she the is she the fire person from the original movies? Is she no. that character? She's uh the antagonist. She's the blood queen. Oh, because it seems like that character from the original movies, like she fits that description. Man, Maybe it was her. So mean. was it her? No, it wasn't her. It was a different actress. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, people are so rude in these reviews. Watching Hellboy is my new personal idea of hell. Like <laughs> two giant horns protruding from your noggin. Hellboy is one hell of a headache. Uh, and they love their fucking play on words. Um, that, and that's that's saying a lot because usually when especially a big like blockbuster type of movie like that comes out and it's not good like basically every dc one except wonder woman um yeah they'll say like oh the the hell they'll use a phrase like fall short mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or doesn't hit its mark you know right. like they use that sort of thing of like oh yeah okay it's it's not a good movie but this one is just like no we are gonna open your mouth Put it on that fucking curb, and we're going to step on the back of your head. Ooh, man. Curb party. American History X style. Yeah. Jeez. Here's, I think here's one review that probably captures my feelings on the trailer. Okay. Uh, an R-rated slog that's heavy on bad attitude and creative dismemberments and completely missing the humane core of Mignola's original story. So... Wow, and I think that's what made the original Hellboys like what they were. They they were about some dude who is monster man, but he's a person at the end of the day. Whereas in this one, it's just some gore action fest. Go watch the trailer. Be disappointed. Well, 
we'll 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 see the movie maybe when it comes out on Ooh. Netflix in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight to TV movie. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna kick that out of the theaters pretty soon, and we'll see. I mean, I I'll admit that when it becomes available for me to watch for free, <laughs> I'll watch it. I mean, technically everything is free if you sail those uh, seven seas. So. I would never, I would never do that, my matey. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll probably give it a shot. But I'm not going to go see it in the theater. No, I, I wouldn't. Skip it in the theaters. Watch it straight to TV. Pirate it. Don't pirate it. Um, speaking of piracy, you hear about the resurgence of piracy? Uh. Actual maritime or internet? No, like the Somalian kind. The fucking, of course, the internet kind, okay? Uh, With all the streaming services and games launchers and shit out there, more and more people are turning back to piracy. It's kind of funny. Well, I I knew this would happen. I, I fucking called this forever ago. As multiple people, because as we all know, as it began in the beginning times... (laughs) The big one, Netflix came in and they slapped their dick down on the table. They're like, we have everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Hulu came along and they did the same thing and they're like, we have everything that Netflix doesn't have, right? right they're, right. they're like, we're the other side. And then they were king. So even, I'll even say in my own household, we had and still have Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, And those two, because it's like I can get everything I need and I know Netflix is really doubling down on we're going to make our own shit and fuck everybody else. Right. And some of it I like and other parts of it I can say, fuck you, I don't care. Um, (laughs) Here's a shout out for Love, Death and Robots, by the way. Go watch that. It's great. Haven't seen it. Uh, (laughs) But but as more and more companies like CBS is like we're, we're pulling out we're going to do our own thing and do all access and now of course everybody's like Disney is Ugh. is pulling out and they're pulling all their shit out because i was fine paying whatever it was $12 for Netflix and $10 for Hulu whatever the fuck the prices are right now but if every company is going to make their own thing and make it go back up to the price of cable, yeah. people are going to respond in the same way where we went, I don't want to pay 100 bucks for cable, so fuck you, I'm getting rid of that, and I just want the shit that I like. Right, so now exactly. that all this, it's happening again, where Ugh. people are going, oh, you can't bundle it together in a single streaming service, like the old bundles Ugh. for cable packages. And you have to pay for all these extra stuff separately. HBO's separate. Showtime is ex- is separate. CBS, Disney, it's going to keep going this way. And people, it, it makes so much sense that they're just going to go, fuck you, I'll just download it then. I was happy to pay for Netflix and Hulu and those things. I'm happy to pay for the services I want. But if you're going to make everything and just nickel and dime me, yeah. rather than making deals... With right. these companies to keep prices down, then fuck you. Yeah, uh, lots of people have hammered this point before. I'm just going to reiterate what they said. Uh, piracy is a symptom of deliverability, right? Of accessibility. If it's not easy to fucking access your show without a paywall coming up, somebody's going to be like, "Fuck you, okay." And I think that's why Steam was so popular in the beginning, and they've really brought down games piracy is because they're like, "Download what you want." Pay cheap prices for it. They're fair. Do what you want. You know. Yeah. So exactly. And, and yeah. Then imagine flag. if there were certain. I mean, some of the big. If we're talking the game industry, some of them have you know their own thing. Yeah. Uh, like fucking. Uh, who the fuck runs Apex? Oh, uh, EA Origins. Yeah, so, Origin through EA. Like, yeah. they do that. And so maybe some of the big ones do that, but I didn't have to pay for that one either. Right, yeah, that's right? fine. It's like, if, eh. if they were like, oh, you want to play Apex? You've got to download this subscription to uh, Origin. Then I go, well, you can download a subscription to my ball sack. My a-hole. <laughs> um, have you heard and about so the- I feel the same about the streaming services. If you guys are going to be cunts like this, then screw it. I will yeah. take what I want. Have you heard of the controversy with the Epic's Game Store and everything else? 
No. They're uh, paying exclusivity deals to developers so that, yes, it's a PC game and eventually it'll be available through Steam. But for the first six months to a year, you can only get it through the Epic Game Store. Oh, then they can go eat an entire bag of dicks. Yeah. No, that's not okay. I'm fine with another game launcher. I really am. Um, Yeah, competition is good. Oh, yeah, totally. Steam needs to fucking... Valve needs to do something, okay? Get off your asses and stop printing money with Steam. Yeah. Um, But when you put in those, like, uh, six months, you can't get your game for six months unless you go through us. I hate that shit. God, what are you... uh, Fucking Sony and Microsoft? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. With the PlayStation and Xbox? Stop being bitches and just release your games. People yeah. want to play the games. Yeah. PC Master Race used to be all like, <laughs> look at the console wars, but now there's a PC Civil War going on. God damn it. Yep. Yep. Well, on that down note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't go watch Hellboy. Uh, go subscribe to our shit if you haven't already. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Show. Send us an email. Call us out on every single false thing we said on this episode because I'm sure there was a Tell ton. me how you swallow. <laughs> uh, Show at gmail.com. Join us on Discord and uh, bully Nick on there. He needs it. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. You have nice hair today. Thanks. It's 2019. Listen to me. Let's try to reimagine Hellboy. So this is actually a boy trapped inside a girl's body. So what we need to do is imagine that experience of its hell to be a boy inside a girl. I think the fans of the original series will understand and empathize with this new approach. Hello.